Roll up, roll up, ladies and gentlemen, to the greatest podcast on earth. Step right up and experience the magnificence that is the Two Ring Circus Podcast. You'll gasp. <gasps> you'll laugh. <laughs> and you'll be amazed at what comes next. Amazing. Don't worry about the smell. It's just the stars of our show, Tom Italiano. Hello. And Matt Bradshaw. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Episode 97. That's a lot of weeks. It is. Yeah. How many weeks is it? 97? I thought you were trying to trick question me. Nah. Takes more than that to trick question me, Bradshaw. It does. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not usually, actually. No? No. Happy post-Easter. Yep. Yes. This is the first time I've seen you since Easter? It was Easter weekend. Just gone, yeah, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. What did you do? Uh, did you do any rabbiting? I did some Easter bunny. Did you? Yeah. Did Mostly you? Uh, cat Easter bunny. Uh, we did, did you do a hunt? Um, I, as in, did we did we set one out like we were the Easter Bunny? Mm. Yes. Did, um, did I go and look for you. things? No. Mm? Well, we did it for the kids. My brother's kids came over on the Good okay. Friday. They had a Good Friday. We had a Good Friday. It was great. Because um, I had two gigs. Good. I had two gigs on Good Friday. They got cancelled five days before. Ha! So we took advantage of that and. Uh, we really took advantage of it. Had a really good time. Yeah, it was great. Um, that was that, yeah. And good. Then, uh, a great Friday. Yeah, I had a couple of other cancellations, and so I had some chill-out time. <coughs> yeah. I actually That's had all some, gone well. had some freak-out time, and then some chill-out time. I imagine that I could have saved myself the cancellations if I had looked at the calendar and remembered the last 20 years of gigging and that almost everywhere does actually close on Good Friday and anywhere that actually booked me three or four months out probably just hadn't looked at their calendar properly. So when I questioned, are you guys actually going to be open over, over like a three-week period beforehand? Eventually I got an answer saying, oh, actually, no. So uh, I, I need to take some responsibility for that. Well, I had to take responsibility for the no-show that happened at one of the gigs my agency had booked on Good Friday. Oh. Uh-huh. Oh. So, uh-huh. I could have gone and helped That's you right. out. That's right. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. What uh, was that story? Just that I should have sent a follow-up text or a, or a, pre, a pre-emptory text the day to before act. to say, don't forget, because he had yeah. the contract. Yeah. He just didn't look, didn't read, oh. didn't acknowledge. So. So, like, accepted the gig and then never kind of acknowledged it again just like so many of these guys that actually doesn't ever acknowledge they even receive a contract yeah regardless of it having been sent yeah that's frustrating yeah and And, you know I I post the gigs on the um, on the agency uh, Facebook page and tag them but right and tag them and tag them Mm. but he'd been overseas (sighs) in the lead up and hadn't seen the I don't know so it was all yeah so it was yeah. that, that thing for me too of I I have to wear this as well because I should have. Mm, that's shit. Sorry you had to go through that. No, well, all I was thinking the whole time was 
Dom's Fuck. free. Dom's free. Mm. If only I had have known, you know, before the end of the gig time. Oh, so you didn't find it until after the gig? No. From the venue? From the venue. They didn't contact you. Where's the dude? I didn't look at my phone. <gasps> no. Yeah, that sucks. No, yeah. That's a you, lot, that's a lot of backpedaling and a lot of... Yeah, and a lot yeah. of... Uh, um, and just not looking at my phone. Well, that's... Every fucking moment of the day. Yeah. So, you know, my gig started at six. He was supposed to start at seven. There was a message from the manager at quarter to seven saying, um, calendar says blah, 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 but no show yet. And at nine o'clock when I finished my first gig, looked at my phone. <sighs> All right. Mm. Yeah. And all I was thinking was, fucking hell, Dom could have been doing this gig and this is all bullshit. <laughs> wow. So, Never mind. And I decided to tell you that in person instead of in a text message. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> oh, if I ever got upset about the amount of times I could have done a gig that someone could have booked me for but didn't, I'd be upset a lot. Because there's way more gigs that happen that I don't do than I do. <laughs> so... <laughs> it's the same it's brilliant a, well it kind of goes with the you know with the original scene as well and you're like oh, someone, so and so gets a, an opportunity that you don't get and you and like I know so many people who get their noses out of joint about stuff like that get upset I've been plugging away and blah 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 it's not oh, yeah. fair you're like dude like there are just so many millions of tiny little things that go into someone getting an opportunity over someone else that who knows how it could be different like yeah. there's just no there's no there's certainly a point in uh, looking at it and thinking about it and wondering you know what can I do in the future if those sure. are the things that you want to do right um, but there's certainly no point getting upset over shit you can't do anything about um, I'd suggest in the original scene it's different again because often um, the people who see themselves as plugging away aren't the ones that have any sort of a team behind them who lobby yeah, big yeah. acts for support spots yeah. and that sort of thing as well. Yeah. So it's hard to counter for that sort of stuff. Like, what could I do differently for next time? Mm. Well, quite possibly nothing, really. If you... Yeah, yeah. I think there's, as you just said, you know, you just provided one of the millions of things that could be different, mm. you know, and that's, you know, so many people... Millions of things. Yeah, I think so. Hmm. Give me 20 good reasons. Well, there you go. There's one. <laughs> Too demanding. I should, I should, Too demanding, that guy. Uh, That's why she left. I should post a link <laughs> to uh, his um, his blurb. His, oh, his, uh, his, his rant line. about... Rant. Oh, that was so good. Pretty good, Thanks wasn't for it? for telling me that. It was yeah. really good. Yeah. Yeah, well, Nico, Nico sent me that. I thought it was quite... Uh, if you're wondering what we're talking about, the band Thirsty Merc... And the singer, uh, the singer, writer, Ray Thistlethwaite. Who is uh, not just the rock and roll frontman songwriter of a band. He's a crazy, amazing jazz musician as well. Like he's, you know, he's got that thing down and that thing and that thing and that thing and that thing and that thing. Like, you know, he's yeah. just, he's not just that. He's all kinds of awesome. And, yeah, he's uh, a talented fella. Yeah, he's really good. And he was kind says of... Says fuck a lot. Yeah, he was having a, a rant about someone suggesting that, you know, he'd sold out because they had a hit song. And he was talking about how... He's like, of course I tried to write a hit song. I'm trying to be successful. 
Yeah. <laughs> Aren't we all trying to be successful? Um, and, you know, the idea that uh, anyone who says that they're just, you know, in it for the art, who's writing songs that go verse, chorus, verse, chorus, yeah, solo, yeah. verse, chorus, whatever. Yeah. I love <laughs> uh, that. That was really good. Yeah. Um, oh, I find it really... It, I mean, obviously, I've just been making an album and, you know, been sending the, um, the tracks back to... Damon for like a little bit of a tweak here and a tweak there and you know I really think the drums need to come down here and all that kind of stuff and really trying to step away from the idea of this is what I like as a musician who likes to listen to music and this is what other people who aren't musicians might pay attention to mm. and uh, you know it's like I just don't think they care what gauge strings are on my guitar uh, or which pick I use like that's you know, or whether, you know, that cool drum feel comes in there. It's like, well, yeah, I like it, but it's annoying and distracting, so we need to do something about it. Um, and that's where you're kind of wrestling with that thing, like, this is my art, and then this is also for someone else to listen to. Like, it's not just for you. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. Like, I was very much trying... I mean, my personal feeling about songs, if they have lyrics, then the vocal is the most important part of the song. Yeah. Because it's the only thing that anyone who listens to it um, can relate to is word, because everybody communicates with language, with words. Not everybody plays plays guitar or piano or drums or something like that. So, not everyone can understand harmony and and rhythm and melody. But everyone understands words, and whether they interpret those one way or another. But that's why I think lots it's of people don't listen to lyrics. Lots yes. of people who listen to you don't actually listen to lyrics. That's very true, but they still listen to the singing. So yes. the vibe, whatever you create with your voice, which is which is words, which is the sound of getting the words out, does suggest that the language is the most important part of the song, the, the, the vocal and the, the lyrics. So get that snare drum out of that guy's mouth, that kind of mm. thing. Um yeah, I, I know what you mean about a lot of people don't listen to words. Mm-hmm. But I don't think... I think those people say, I don't pay attention to the lyrics. But I really think people do. I just don't... I don't think people just listen to sound. Hmm. They might consciously, when you ask them the questions, like, oh, I don't, I don't really listen to that. But if there's singing, they're listening. It's hmm. part of the thing they're listening to. So, yeah. I have no idea what you just said. I wasn't listening. <laughs> well, I wasn't singing either. It's not a song, mate. <laughs> Are you familiar? I'm moving on. Are you familiar <laughs> with the concept of mansplaining? Uh, yeah, I feel like I'm probably going to get accused of that anytime anyone listens to me speak. Jesus. Isn't that what I just did to you? Uh, no, uh, I don't think so. Uh, did good. you? No, well, you know. You jerk It's head? a matter of fucking dickheady interpretation. Oh, dickheadian. Yeah, what what era did he write in? Um, wasn't he the 18th century? Yeah, I guess yeah. so. Charles Dickheadian? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I heard someone the other day say, far out, I can't think of who it was. It was someone who, I think it was a comedian, who'd done a bad gig, maybe. And he quipped that um, Charles Dickens was also not very popular in his time. And I thought... That's not true. That's not true. <laughs> he was wildly popular. <laughs> he, was a rock, he was a rock star. He was like one of the only popular people in that time. Yeah, yeah it made me, made me laugh. <laughs> yeah. 
Was, um, that, was that them trying to prove a point, but yes. just picking the wrong yes. person? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's okay. good. I wish I could remember who the, the first person was now. Um, uh, Mansplaining. Yeah, so... Please explain. One of our... Huh. I know I, I, well, that's interesting, because um, it feels to me like that's actually like a fairly commonly uh, heard term these days. But one of our regulars... I'll refer to her by her last, yeah, yes, her last three, her <laughs> last three digits sure of her number six nine nine. Said that uh, a friend of hers pulled her up today uh, because she didn't know what mansplaining was, um, which is fine. We're all allowed to not know things Absolutely. when we're hearing it for the first time. Of course, so, had never heard the term before. Our friend, yeah, our friend had never and heard the term before. And then when you said that someone pulled her up, it was like kind of. Yeah, Gave can't believe you haven't heard this. But then the follow-up was, okay, so let should I explain what mansplaining is? <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. Huh. So it's mansplaining. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. Um, you know, just the very basic idea that um, a, a patronising tone is used to, and generally for a man speaking to a woman, uh, to explain a certain thing or a concept or a situation. Um and often incorrectly. <laughs> ah. um, but the friend who hauled our regular listener up on this said, yeah, I can't believe you haven't heard of mansplaining. It's like manspreading. It's like... And I said, mm, it's not. <laughs> it's got... It has the prefix man. Mm. Ans. That's... Yeah. <laughs> ans. ans. Yeah. But that's it. That's it. Well, it is... Uh, well, it is like manspreading in the sense of people who want to have a crack at men for how men behave lump all those things into the same category. That's what she was doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. lump all those things that they don't like about And it was something. under the guise of, yeah. you call yourself a feminist, I can't believe you don't know these words. Hmm? Come on. Well, that's not feminism, that's just idiocy. <laughs> well, no, like feminism Rough. is a, a, a legit thing that you know, it has, its, has its place you know, functionally in society. Absolutely does. But that's not what... Explain that to them. That's not what feminism is. That's just picking a bunch of kind of semi-related characteristics and going, oh, it's like that. <laughs> that's just stupid. Fuck that shit. I'd like to meet that person and tell them to their face that... <coughs> doesn't mean they are stupid. No. It just means that thing that they did was. Yes. Yeah. Very good. That's actually mansplaining. In the sense of... And I can hypothesize why people think mansplaining is a thing and why I reject the idea of it. It's because we generally, as men, are really fascinated in the millimetre markings, like kind of the real incremental measurements between something, and we drill down on something, right? And even when we're, we're wrong in the context of the conversation, trying to drill down on something is something we really do. We get really caught up in the details of stuff. And that's when... You do you be- think that's a typically masculine trait? Uh, yeah, I do. Interesting. Yeah, I do. And I and I do because a lot of... I do because we tend to be... Like, most of the men that I know tend to pick up hobbies, which kind of do, do this. They really delve into working out the, the finer increments of something by themselves. So, like, that's why most of the... Like musicians, I know, are men. 
most of the kind of tradies, carpenters, things like that, which really are like measurmental type, I don't know if that's a word, uh, type things, really kind of get into the fine details of things, mm-hmm. right? Our guys, we really, and we can just go into that thing sitting in front of a computer with a plug-in, just kind of moving, you know, a reverb around to the point. And there's, obviously there are plenty of women who do that, but I do, do think more men are inclined yeah, to yeah. engage in that kind of behaviour. And also, they're more inclined to engage in this kind of conversation, which is really drilling down on specific points, which is why when guys often have an argument, it's like they are actually having an argument and arguing the exact same point, just slightly to the left or right of each other. Sure. Like, like well, they're focusing on that tiny point, and they're focusing on that tiny point, and they're getting into this argument of increments. Um, and I don't think women as a rule do the same type of thing they they um can see they can see the world in a bigger picture much more easily they tend not to kind of get bogged down in the detail of something and i mean bogged down i mean i'm not suggesting Mm -hmm. that either i'm suggesting that you need both types of people in the world to get shit done Mm. um but yeah i do think what often I hear when people refer, oh, that's mansplaining. It's like, actually, that's just drilling down on a detail of something. Like, maybe that's being a jerk. That's being mansplaining. Yeah. But that's not. And I think it's that kind of thing of the same problem that, you know, you're talking about your friend's um, persecutor. Like, lumping a whole bunch of behaviours into that are different into a one category. It's like, well, yeah, but they're, they're not. No. They're related, but that doesn't mean they're the same. Yeah, the the, the real definition for me of mansplaining is you often see it I've seen it on uh, male and female panelled panels panel shows often sports shows because there's a little bit of that what she means is and it's that that's that to me is the textbook definition yeah okay because the pejorative sense of using that word um, uh, it, it, it I think in its pejorative sense, it gets misused um, when all when all someone is trying to do is actually explain something, mm-hmm. like I did. Yes. Yeah, like when I was explaining the deck, because someone out there might not have heard the word before. Sure. So yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with explaining something to someone who may or may not know, particularly in this sort of context. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if I asked uh, you and you said, I know what it is, and I said, hmm. What it actually is. <laughs> um, I do think a lot of those... A lot of the scenarios that I see, like panel shows, for example, right? they're so contrived in the first place. And they're often... Let's say, let's say they're television shows and they're panel shows and um, that thing happens. They're quite often contrived and they put people who are not really suited to be having that conversation with each other in that space... And the byproduct of that kind of thing is, like, is one-upmanship and trying to prove a point or being sarcastic. Um, like shows like Q and A, like the amount of like oh, that's yeah. that's a show that's just hundred percent infuriating to me, yeah. right? Because yeah, I stopped watching it a long, long time. Yeah, ago me too. For it's, that reason, it's like it's it's not there for actual. It's it suggests are we here to have a conversation no you're not no you have a conversation at all you're not here to try to broaden people's minds or try to work through a process like it's 
um, it's just shitty TV. And I think the the biggest pointer to that is the fact that you can text in during it. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's um, but and I think some of those like sporty type shows too. It's like, but that's also what that's also what you get when you put super competitive people in a space together. Like you know, most of those sports shows are sports people, mm. and they're not hacks and has beens. They're champions of their field usually. And sometimes there's like a, a you know, a host. Um, and sometimes the host is female and they're not a sporting person, but they're there as a host. Mm-hmm. And I've seen scenarios like you about which are a mansplainy and you're like, well, I kind of get it. Like that guy's had his head kicked in for 300 games. Like, you know, and you're the host. There's, there's a disparity in understanding of what's going on here. You know, that, is it his is it his job to curb that because of your background or is it your job to kind of go well actually fair enough I don't really know what I'm talking about in regard to that guy's yeah experience. yeah of course of course it's very very tricky and television in, and radio and, uh, as well they're really hard to get that to get that right yeah I'm happy not to watch a lot of it mm, I speaking of television um, I got home from mastering the album yesterday and there's a show called Employable Me. Yeah, it's great. Oh my god, it was the best thing yeah, I've yeah, seen. Yeah, it's really and good. Beforehand, there's a show called The Recording Studio. Yes. Oh my god, it was the second best thing I've seen in years on like normal TV that anyone could watch that wasn't like you know, you know, idiots being idiots. It was awesome. It was so good. <laughs> I was so uplifted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I heard the. The, the girl behind uh, the recorded one I heard her on 774 talking about it sounded really interesting yeah. I've only watched one episode I don't know how much there is I, I mean I only watched two thirds of last night I got yeah. in about 15 I said to Kat I was like what, what's this she said, it's the recording studio I went what is this <laughs> like explain this to me and she did it I was like this is cool and obviously I knew the two guys who were on last night, um, Matt Fell and Shane Nicholson, are you know, big mm. Australian country artists slash producers. Didn't used to be. Um, true. Uh, Shane Nicholson. No, he did because he's really tall. He's always been big. Uh, you? No, not good. Um, so it was, it was great. It was really, really cool. Mm. But the other show was just, oh man, oh, oh, it was so cool. I can't. Um, I cannot recommend anyone watch it enough. It's on ABC. Wow, there you go. Yeah. That that is a big recommendation. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah I enjoyed really it. Good. I don't know if I enjoyed it that much. <laughs> 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 also on SBS counterpart. Have you seen that? Oh, you would like it. Would I? Yeah, I'll I've got it the SBS app. I'll explain it to you. So you know, but anyone else, they've probably already seen it. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else happening in the world? Uh, yes. <gasps> what? So we've spoken on here about Waze, my new travel app, my new GPS Yes. App. Yes. Yep. It's good. Happy with it? Well, Uh-oh. you know, I told you that I originally started using it because I am opposed to Google. Did they buy it? Yeah, in 2018. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you poor bugger. But... I'm still using it because I quite like the community nature of it. You can warn other road users about hazards. About oh, that's cool. Cars stuck on the side of the road and blah, 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 all that sort of thing. Um, but also, 
um, one is able to record one's own directions. Mm. Is that what makes you beautiful? Yes. Yes. So, uh, yeah, so I've, I've given... I've, it gives you a list of all the things that you need to cover, like turn left, turn right, yep. in 400 metres, in 800 metres. And there's your voice. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I've had a great deal of fun with that. That is cool. And one of our regulars was in the car with me the other day, and she said, I'm going to check in with you in three months and see if you still think this is as fun as you do right now. Because <laughs> mine says things like, in just a little bit less than a kilometre, turn right. <laughs> Far out. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah, this is why you're so busy, isn't it? Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> i got very important things to do. Yeah. Yeah. Very much it so. didn't take me long. Well, that's good. But you, <laughs> you know when you... Yeah. But you know when you listen to um, uh, automated voice messages on a phone system or yeah. whatever? Um, At the third tone. Yeah. And they... they they record the voices in such a way so when, you know, if it's numbers, yeah. um, they do actually blend together. And maybe they have different inflections for Depending the, the last yeah. num, the, like the last word in a sentence and all that sort of thing. But it must be quite difficult. Um, what I really like about mine is I've uh, deliberately messed up the syntax in all of them. So they sound like they've come from different places. In 400 metres, turn left. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> So I'm having a lovely time. Hard. Can I download your things? Oh, work? I don't. Oh, I don't think so. Uh, I don't know. That's a shame. That'd be good though. Wouldn't funny. that be good? Funny. Yeah. Let's Matt tell us how to get to his house. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, heavy traffic. Uh, <laughs> awesome. And uh, you turn. Yeah. You turn. I know. Oh, it's uh, actually the U-turn one. Is make a U-turn. Oh, make her eyes pop. <laughs> yeah. Very good. Yeah, thanks, man. Good. That's Rodney Rude. That's terrible, but good. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so anyway. Okay, so um, technology still not doing what you want it to do? No, but it, at least it makes me laugh now. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. It's nice to laugh. Isn't it, though? Oh, it's nice to laugh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, oh, and I, uh, We've spoken on here about bad habits, too, haven't we? Well, yeah. I've developed a new bad habit. <gasps> Tell me. Um, I've discovered that if I very carefully find an errant tiny hair in my nose, if I pull it out, it'll make me sneeze. Oh, what's that a bad so, habit? Well, I do it to make me sneeze. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, manipulation of bodily functions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's quite good fun. That's good. Um, I don't know if that's weird or not. Is, is this a bad habit? Because I, um, I have lots of scarring inside my nose. And the is thing, this the one we've talked about? Is this the one where like I get like loose skin yes. and then I have to yes. pick it and pull yes, it Yes, this is what we've spoken about yeah. on this very show. That's why I have lots of pairs of tweezers. So at least when I've oh, got like go a, a really frustrating bit of like skin inside myself to do my head in, I can... Pull it with tweezers so that I'm not, I don't be sticking my finger up there and be all gross like that. Shit, dude. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> oh. Yeah. That's a really small dog. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the back end of a really small dog. Because <laughs> it doesn't have a mouth to do the chewing. No, yeah. it's not a chihuahua. Yeah, yeah. It's just a wow. 
Good. Yeah, good. Very good. That's right. It's uh, that's all my jokes for today. Thanks very much. Well done. Well done. Um, uh, are you familiar with the app Sleep Cycle? Uh, I, no, not that one in particular. But right. I do believe uh, I'm familiar with other ones that do similar things. Really? Yeah. Do your legs wake up as tired as mine? Because yeah, you sleep cycling. <laughs> How about my hips? Ugh. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I must have used to have used it some time ago, but I've started, I've started using it again recently just to try and work out why I've been feeling so rubbish when I wake up in the mornings. Mm. And I don't really know how accurate it is, except that certainly it has correlated. I had a really good sleep. I felt like I woke up and I felt refreshed, and it gave me a ninety-four percent, ninety-four percent sleep quality. Wow, jeez. But. It also records when you snore. Oh, God. And plays it back to you? And plays it back to you. At <gasps> yeah. what time it was. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'd, my battery would go flat overnight. Yeah, really interesting. Because I have shared uh, shared my sleeping space with with people, and they have said, you, you snored last night. And I, of course, have said, I don't fucking snore. I uh, don't snore. I would know if I snored. <laughs> uh, so it okay. turns out. Yeah, I, I have all not l- bad. Luckily, my experience with sleeping next to people is that they don't tell me I snore; they just buy earplugs, right? Like buy the bucket load. Yeah, it's really? Like, oh, what are they for? Don't they just help me sleep. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, it's pretty nice. Um, mine's quite. No, actually, maybe it's my cat that snores. Yeah, yeah it could be because it's quite gentle. It's head. just that little. Oh wow, that's not snoring, mate. That's repossession. Yeah, it's not. Uh, it's none of that yeah I've got all kinds of awful things going on with my sleep because I can't breathe through my nose really so it's all yeah I assume you need more tweezers it's your problem yeah it's tricky (laughs) (laughs) Uh, should we go to work I guess we should yeah we should do that we should go pack it we're doing a gig Uh, this is a nice extra gig yeah help fill in one of the six I haven't done and it's nice that it's six till ten yeah all gigs should be six till ten, except for on the days where we can do two. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Good point. Yeah. Yeah. The six, the six o'clock start does get in the way a little bit of the afternoon. Yeah, I did have to leave quite a well. I left. I had to leave an hour earlier to, to do this, mm. but um, that's all good. It's all good. I got lots done today. Yeah. I almost messaged you this afternoon and said, actually, you know what? Feeling kind of rubbish. Let's do it afterwards when I'm buoyant ah. after the gig. Are you girlant now? Huh. <laughs> Good. <laughs> so do you want me to mansplain that to you? Uh, say your bit. It's probably a good time to finish up. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Salada biscuits. <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> Have uh, a lovely uh, 97th um, post glow. Yeah. I guess we need to work out if we're going to do a special event surrounding our Centenary. Shit, I'm not very good at things. I'm sorry about that. No, that's all good. Fuck. We, uh, we've we been trying to find a time, and we've found times, and then moved them, and then moved them again, and now we have to move it again. So we might do a special 103rd episode. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I t- really time like is that. an arbitrary construct. I really like so. that. I like it way better than doing it. Like, it was like, oh, we're at 100 year anniversary. It's like, oh, big deal. When do you get to 103, mate? That's something to celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Don. You let get, me off the hook Are we going to get a letter from the Queen? <laughs> <laughs> no. We get a letter from a Queen? Yes. We can organise that. 
almost certainly that that's achievable. Great. All right. Yeah. I look forward to that. <laughs> All right then. See everyone. Have Bye. a good one. Or two. Or ninety-seven. Or one hundred and three. I endorse that. Do you want me to mansplain it to you? <laughs> Bye. Humbug. <laughs>